The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep it. Hi, everybody. This is Sarah. And this is Megan. And you are listening to It's Always the Husband Podcast. Podcast. Thank you for listening and turning on our podcast. I was going to say turning us on, but then that's kind of filthy and dirty. And Lord knows and we've not never true. been turned on. I mean, no, not true at all, because that doesn't happen. Besides when a nap is right. available a and nap calls our or name. Or a food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a nap a or good food. cheese curd calls yeah. our name. Yeah. That turns me on. And kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway. I'm just drinking my Prosecco right. straight out of the bottle. Right out of the bottle. Straight. Do you want me to get a brown paper bag yes. to wrap around it? You asked me if yeah. I needed a cup, and I was like, oh, no. No, I'll just, just bottle drink it, it out of the bottle. Why not? Okay. All right. I learned a thing about drinking out of the bottle today. Before we even get started, one of my former students was at the corn place where I was. She's old now. She's like 21 or something. Um. And her mom is a friend of mine, and she was telling us about how the kids these days mm-hmm. buy a bottle of a like boost? their alcohol, oh, yeah. yeah, and then they just drink it straight out of the bottle, like they swig their vodka or whatever. Are they animals? And then they just like walk around the rest of the night with like what they really want to drink, which is like a Coke or a lemonade or whatever. But they don't actually make cocktails; they just all by a bottle why why do they have and i said are they they all alcoholics and the girl was like that's an alcoholic and i was like what it's almost a i said we like the definition of alcoholic yeah and that's what i walk around and stumble around and drink out of a bottle that's what i asked her then i was like people i said do you put a bag around like do you put a brown paper bag around it and you drink it like that she was like no and I said oh because I was gonna try to be like you guys and do it but then that's more of a homeless (laughs) it is a homeless (laughs) have some dignity and pour it into a glass and you guys I couldn't believe it her mom told me that and Draper is rolling in his grave yes Don Draper is we all should have a booze cart you wheel out into your living room like a civilized person and you mix your drinks and you hand them to your guests and we just drink out of bottles and cans and no. throw them on the floor and then puke where and you stand. Puke all over. Yeah. Oh. Can you believe it? It is that gone was, downhill. That was news to me. Youngs are very dumb. <laughs> Youngs have a totally different their lifestyle. brain is yeah. dumb. <laughs> and their personality is dumb. And they are dumb. What I thought was really funny was that she was pretty hungover when we, and she was like just doing her job like being a good daughter and I said I feel you I know what it's like to be hung over and then have to do things with your family like go to church <laughs> yeah like go to church or go to the corn yeah <laughs> corn maze oh oh the poor thing she was really a champion 
God, that's a bad place to be if you're hungover. Yeah. A corn maze. And it was hot. It's a bunch. Of, yeah, it's totally mm-hmm. hot today. Sweating balls. Sweating yeah. balls. Tits were sweating off. Yes. I learned so many things at the corn maze. I have so much to tell you. Okay, let's get to it. We have Patreons. We have a Patreon. Oh, a Patreon? Her, Patreon Cecile Posh. And I hope it's Posh because I want to call her Posh, posh spice. spice. Of course we do. Posh Patreon, where she doesn't smile and she wears all black, high heels, mm-hmm. and she marries a soccer player and who's tatted up and super hot. Yeah, except for his arms are not, his arms are very thin because mm-hmm. you don't use your arms. And he has a very high <laughs> voice. He's a high talker. I've never heard him talk before. Most but he- don't. But then when you hear it, you think, oh, it's really? a high talker. Let's talk about high talkers once we get to our murder today. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh no. Um. But yeah. Okay. I'm gonna have to find a uh, like a clip of that and listen to it. Yep. Yeah. Well, Cecile, hmm. Patreon posh. We're so happy you joined and support us. I'm gonna be sending you stickers. So look for those. We've, and we we are so grateful to you. So welcome to the crazy world of the Patreons. Which we've gonna, always wanted a posh Patreon. We are getting a new episode ready for you out mm-hmm. soon. Um, Once I get the should, corn dust out of my yeah. throat and eyes. We should do another uh Q&A or meet and greet and stuff like that, too. Yeah, we should. I know. We need to get our asses what if we did out of a our meet and greet heads out of our in asses. In Minnesota and everyone flew here for the weekend. Nobody wants to come here. And we went to an apple cider orchard. You could do that. And drank the Except ciders. I did a um, food sensitivity <laughs> test, finally. <laughs> oh, and no. every kind of apple was red, meaning highly sensitive. And I eat them quite often, which might be why I'm a bloated trash mess how i've never heard of people being allergic to apples well, it's not allergic it's sensitive which might be the same thing but i did an allergy test and a- apples didn't come up but i've been so bl- i've been like a bloated mess where i just don't feel right and i felt like i had a da- dairy came up bright red which i knew and seafood and shellfish which You've i knew said that Yes, and um, chickpeas and hummus, and I eat that by the gallon. So that might also be why I've been a bloated, torn up mess for like six months. I mean, maybe, but also maybe we're just getting older. Oh, I'm also trash and I'm older and chunky as well. Like that just happens. Food I have been eating, like, did show up yeah like and then food i haven't been eating is red like emu i've never had is red Um, and buffalo who's ever eaten emu i don't know australians Uh, do you eat emu maybe um do you think and like i don't like spicy um what's that stuff curry stuff and the curry came up And I don't ever eat it. So, I mean, it's like... It gives me bad diarrhea, though. Maybe you have a sensitivity. I'm sure I do, but that's why I just won't take those things, because I need to eat everything. I need to. I am on this earth one fucking time. Niagara Falls diarrhea? Yes. It's worth it. Like, it is just... the diarrhea lasts Out like a big cement highway pipe into the river <laughs> coming out at a thousand miles per hour diarrhea if i was constipated and had horrible stomach pains and like couldn't poop for days maybe i would rethink it but diarrhea is so fast and 
it's suppose. out and yeah. done and yeah I, I just have eat. like where you feel like you're like you just ate a huge Thanksgiving, you know, how bloated and yeah. fully, that's what I get. Like it's so uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like I get that sometimes too, but I also probably over ate when I did that. I mean, too, yes. Too much. Anyway, apples. That's why you said apple orchard. I'm really sorry about that. Apples, cider and tomatoes and ketchup. Well, who's who, who's sensitive to ketchup? No God one. Damn it! I've never heard of being sensitive. To, my sister, not nut bar. My other sister yeah. really is into like her foods or whatever. Yeah. Excuse me. Oh my. Um, and so she, yeah, is like, oh, I notice when I'm. I just don't ever notice. And well, I, I, I mix two hundred things and shove it into my mouth at once. So how do you know which is from the other? Right. That's why I had to take this because I, I don't. I'm not aware when eating it just the hand goes to the food yeah. and then the food goes in the mouth quickly correct yeah like if there was like spiders next to it the spiders would go in the mouth because the hand is going so yeah. quick to yeah. the food well that is a hazard of that's a hazard of a, a quick of eater <laughs> of a big fat ass <laughs> as i am a fatty uh, eater but i'm okay with that i just don't want to be bloated okay with okay. being a fat ass well i mean so what do you do? Just not I'm eat? I'm going to try to avoid some of that and see if it's better and then slowly inch it in and see if I can just like build up a... A tolerance yeah. to Iocane powder? Right. Yes. It's tasteless and odorless? It is. Do you know that movie's like 35 years old, like two days ago? Yeah. I know. I got really... I felt, felt I feel old, old because mm-hmm. I was in sixth grade, fifth grade when it came out. Mm-hmm. And now I have a foot in the grave, clearly, because mm-hmm. I'm old as hell. The Princess Bride. We're yeah, talking about I was if you're in fourth grade. Yeah. God damn it! What a good movie, though. God, the greatest. Jeez. Oh, so anyway, speaking. Oh, we had our Patreon. If you would like to join Patreon, you get exclusive episodes. Um, you get some stickers, and just some I wonderful just, jolly chats every once I in a while. I just had a great idea. We should do a live from the apple orchard where you eat all the apples and, then and we see how long it takes for you to blow get. Blow it so bad my pants yes. blow off. We take a yes, we do would, a before and yeah. after the apples and the cider. I would look like Violet Beauregard from <laughs> Willy Wonka yes. and you would roll me out. <laughs> We're rolling Sarah Plus to the car. super drunk from yeah. the cider and that would be the best. I hate cider though. I hate it hate it what what i don't like apple tasting things i like apples but i hate apple flavoring apple cider i'd rather drink do you hate the wolverine piss. oh no yeah i hate it i have to have regular wine even the like really no, not sweet cider i'll you pretend hate? to eat it and be friendly i hate everything oh, about it really so all these yeah. years you've hated well, i know it i never have it there. i never have the sweetland stuff what do you get there i've only been there once and they oh. have like they have other beers stuff so you just like annoy uh, i mean avoid it yeah yeah i'll mm-hmm. choke it down if i have to but i would rather like i said just have <laughs> drink out of an outhouse yeah. okay um yeah anyway um we have a facebook group too that's full of super funny people um and they all seem like best friends. So you can join that if you want mm-hmm. some more content. 
follow us on Instagram. We're almost to a thousand followers, like a few away. <gasps> that would be so great if we could get to a thousand. I've never had a thousand people follow anything I've done in my whole life. No. This is like a I have Christmas my real miracle. Instagram. I have about 17 friends. <laughs> <laughs> and my real Facebook less than that. That's like, that's like, when Tiffany said she had four friends yeah. on Facebook, we were like, four? She's like, I did a deep sweep. <laughs> I did a deep sweep. <laughs> if, I got, if I did a deep sweep and have nobody, no one, I'm not a, yeah, not well enjoyed. Uh-uh. Uh, and a Twitter and all of that stuff we have. So it's actually really fun to talk to everybody who listens. And I mean, it's, I love it listening to what people have to say and all of that. I think it's fun. And people are super funny. They, it's like some of them are so funny. They should be, they should have their own show. Of course. And they would take they all would, of our thunder away because oh, they're instantly. a thousand yeah. times funnier. Yeah. Super talented. Yeah. The funniest people are just living amongst they're us. Just <laughs> yeah. And you never know. Working at deodorant factories, right. just fucking shit up. Right. All right. We have a, um, oh, what is your shitter? I mean, <laughs> what? I didn't even have a drink. What is your glitter, your wonderful joy that got you through another shit-tastic week? Well, halfway through last shit-tastic week, I took my oldest daughter, who's a senior in high school, and her adorable friend, Abby, to the Harry Styles concert. Can you even believe it? You saw him in real life? I cannot. Was he wearing like a fancy boa? He did at one point. Yep. yep. Um, and I took Nut Bar with me. Did she humiliate you or yell at you at any point? She... Oh, she yelled at me right at the end as we yes. were trying to get out of the parking lot. Of course. She just had to get a good uh, uh, in there, but yeah, a it wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, we were mostly we were mostly just <laughs> just picturing her. Just like can hear her. Just a little comment. Course, just right to cut right is, deep. Yes, this is what happened yeah. too. And we finally got out of the parking ramp, which was, you know, like it Hell. took us yeah. Yeah, an hour to get out. Then I got to the place where I had to get out and the arm was down, you know, in the parking ramp. And I couldn't, of course, find the ticket. And she was like, you had long enough to to do it. And I was like, I didn't know I would need it. I just thought I could drive out. I already paid. Like, I thought I would just be able to go. And then I had to just scan my ticket to make the arm go up. But, of course, I couldn't find it. And she was so mad. (laughs) I can hear it. Of course. And she was like, yeah, you're the worst driver. Which I am. But whatever. Um, so anyway, we went to Harry Styles and it was everything I'd ever dreamed of. And I I loved watching Sadie because she knew every single fucking oh, word to yep. every song. And it was so adorable. And every girl there did. It was sold out. Um, it was so cute. I saw some um, former deodorant factory testers, testers there and... They were so excited and they had mascara just running down oh their face. My. It was like probably, and it just made me think of like when I loved Dave Matthews band. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I thought maybe you'd see like, like, uh, 
Backstreet Boys or well, New Kids on the Block no, or Girls. I only loved Boys to Men, but oh, I didn't wow. ever go to a Boys to Men concert. Who cries over Dave Matthews. And oh my do. God, I went camping twice for Dave oh. Matthews, and you know, I know how you I don't feel do about camping. So that's no. extreme. But it was super fun, and Harry is amazing, and he's hot. I get, I get the. Do he seem taller? Is he short? No, he seems nice and tall okay because i could i think he's tall but then i always picture tall and celebrity is always five seven but i feel like he's taller than that i think he is it was just he's what well, you very can't tell good on looking. stage he's yeah oh, very attractive very good looking. and he's very charismatic on the stage so it's like every time he would smile he had these these giant dimples and you just like Nutbar was screaming. Well, that's why he does that because he's talented, handsome, and charismatic. Yeah, and he doesn't. He's not like a schlub like us working at no at Fleet Farm. He has dimples, and it and he works them is something else. That's his bread and butter. Yeah. Um, well, that's fun. That's exciting. You, I mean, Chach will remember that forever. No, it, and I will too. He is gorgeous. Did you throw your filthy? giant granny no but i was but people were constantly throwing things up there at him and like he would just sometimes grab out and catch like he's singing and go like and catch him i don't know they were throwing like classic gloves no you did have to be vaccinated or have a negative covid test to go but um it so i think he felt good about it but yeah people threw boas up there there was a girl literally dressed in a banana suit like people, oh my people you should see what the kid what the youngs are wearing oh geez i can imagine remember those little banana clips we yeah. wore in the, or i mean they were butterflies yes little and then we would twist our hair yeah they're wearing those no do Again. they not see that we look like jackasses and then they just want to repeat the jackass look? I think they're all repeating it. Like they're all wearing my bibs from 96. Yes, they are again. And now they're wearing the I just look like a pregnant fucking mess wearing those. Yeah, so did that's what oh. I asked a girl in my... Like, do you want to look like a pregnant douchebag? Yeah. Um, but I guess you do. But he was gorgeous. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. How fun. And I just looked up how tall he is, and he's six feet tall. See, I figured he seemed a little bit taller than mm-hmm. the average celebrity male. Yeah, that's great. That's taller yeah. than Philip. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. All right, mine. Um, What's yours? Well, it's a bit of a, I don't know if paradox is the right word. Maybe not. Um, because my clothing style is corpse. <laughs> corpse <laughs> is chic. gutter trash mm-hmm. is dumpster dive mm-hmm. except i love and i'm fascinated with for almost most of my life fashion it's very odd mm-hmm. like i cnn used to have some style show like that was on when i was a kid and i would watch it all the time and like into junior high i would watch house of style mtv every single loved one loved it fashion i knew that yeah, i would look at fashion like edith head i would uh-huh. study the 1950s where she would design uh-huh. these dresses and think oh my god what a fun job you get to color mm-hmm. and design all this stuff i was obsessed with edith head dresses and fashion all throughout i knew the oscars i would watch just I mean, when we were kids you only got it when you fashion was you'd watch it then right. you know and then you had to get like people magazine to see pictures yeah. you couldn't really see anything on the internet then and 
um, like Joan Rivers, who I mourn still to this day. I watched, you know, Fashion Police all Mm -hmm. the time, even though they really only reviewed like three dresses because they talked about some such other shit. Um, (laughs) I watch every Project Runway and Project Runway All Stars Mm -hmm. and everything. Um, And no designers and all this stuff which is unusual because i just dress like i said i dress corpse sale where i pay for the corpse clothes i don't even really get them on discount (laughs) um so this week (laughs) was one of the best for fashion which is the met gala and so that was entertaining for me it was also london fashion week um and the Met Gala, did you watch? And the, the Oscars, those? no, too. No, there I mean the Emmys. There was the Emmys, but that on was Sunday, boring. like two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the same week as the Met Gala. Um, it might. I don't know. Um, but that's where Kim Kardashian wore like literally black head yeah. to toe, like a black a mat, mask, or like a nylon over her head, like she's. Um, and do there's a tons robbery. of me. Yes. Yeah. She had a pony fake ponytail hair on that was yeah. ten thousand dollars. Yes. You wouldn't know it from Target. Or from her real hair. Or her real hair. I don't know. Um, But just like watching that and seeing like her sister Kendall, I thought looked beautiful. The theme was Americana, which didn't get J-Lo dressed kind of like a um, cowgirl cowgirl that maybe works at Bonanza. I liked hers. Yeah, I kind of, I mean, I did. I liked the costume. I mean, I guess it is all costume, but sometimes it's a costume and fashion you want to be more fashion instead of costumey. Like, I like Carol the Burnett ones show. that did like a throwback to old Hollywood. Yes. Some of those dresses. Emily Blunt cool. looked great. Iman came looking like a, like had that. Yes, hat. her head was yes. a thousand I like that. times bigger. Zendaya is always the best and yeah. she was gone. Oh. I was excited to see hers and she wasn't there. But this week, as I think yesterday, Target just released their fall designer collab that they're doing. So they have four designers that they've been building this up for like two months that they're going to have all these designers do four of them do like little mini, whatever they're called. Like a little capsule. Yes. Capsules for target. And so they, they wouldn't release anything and they finally released it all yesterday so I went and looked. I was excited. Just thought, okay, you know, it's kind of fun to have a little bit of really nice high fashion for the fools that go to Target, like me, because that's all yeah. I would spend my money on. Mm-hmm. Um, I opened them up, like the first one, and just, I thought, really, Target? Really? If I bought this outfit and wore it in public out the Target doors, I would have people throwing bananas at me. And booing and laughing and pissing a river because I would look like a torn up psychotic fool. What do you mean you opened it up? I mean, they sent like a. Oh, they sent like a flyer or yeah, like a. They sent a big or something? Okay. email that said, here it is. Oh. And you could go and look at every uh-huh, outfit. Uh huh. Ridic- I mean, it's stuff that Target knows it's just a regular mom going to mm-hmm. Target. You're exhausted because you're going on a Tuesday and you forgot all the shit you need and you have to fill, feed your ass family Mm -hmm. that's sitting there doing nothing and so you run to target and you might buy some sort of shirt because all your shirts are dirty and stained Mm -hmm. and holes Mm -hmm. you have to wear something to work and now they have a 
a denim like whole suit like a denim like I'm going to have to a look zippered this up. up pajama footy denim outfit that is bell-bottomed arms and bell-bottomed legs and tight ass crotch tight ass guns <laughs> who would wear where are you wearing this to every outfit was absolutely a clown show like a clown <laughs> would wear it patterns that mrs roper would say no what to. mrs roper would say nope Mrs. Ro- if she Clothes said no, that are dear God, pa- they are measured and fitted on Paul Bunyan, and then you buy them off the rack. This is quite large, Target. Well, it was well, it's for Paul Bunyan, and now it's in. <laughs> My God, I'm not wearing a suit jacket for Paul Bunyan in a pants. I know you aren't because you. I'm already chunky. I don't need something 1900 sizes bigger. When we tried to get you to wear Paul Bunyan's prayer, wife's prairie oh, dress. No. I we can't heard with this. about it. I it there was maybe one pair of pants I thought were kind of okay. Cute. There was Oh, oh god, Randy. Hi, Randy. There was one little kind of knitted outfit I thought was good, a leather skirt that looked kind of cute. Okay. The rest I thought no, either it's plain, like get a Come on, be a little creative. Or it's a, like Bozo the Clown's mistress would wear it. It's oh, hideous. No. Are you seeing these? Well, the okay, Victor. There's four. Yep. And each one, I just, I was disappointed because I, I wanted it to be higher fashion. But then, I don't know. You have to find a way for like an average woman to wear these that maybe want or a younger woman, but that doesn't look like a a fool. You got to go to your job, and then so, I don't I don't know where you would wear some of these things. I see. Um, My God, a V-neck sweater vest. There's a polka dot outfit sweater polka dot i mean some one is kind of normal and then you keep clicking through and you're like good christ oh yeah there's a lot of pleather well i mean it just gets worse as you go down pleather i'm gonna wear a shirt made out of pleather it's literally a like a you would wear a button-down shirt but it's pleather where am i wearing this fake leather button-down shirt oh and there's do i tuck it in what do i tuck a fake leather shirt into and then there's all sorts of pirate shirts or you look like you're a ghost from the 1700s this looks like nelly olsen yeah it's all nelly olsen combat boots on the bottom i mean and then what in the hell I don't know. Yeah, there are some unfortunate. I mean, very unfortunate. And then what size body? None. This would not work for a normal size body. It doesn't work for a skinny girl. You look hmm. like a buffoon wearing a big ass leather shirt. Hmm. Button down fake with leather. puffy sleeves. I've always had a problem with fake leather. And then the sleeves are so puffy, you're going yeah. to fly away like a bird. I like the puffy sleeves because it covers up my fat. That's well, why I'm so I mean, yeah, but not the, the extreme puff. No. I don't know, but I enjoyed, <laughs> even though I hated it, I enjoyed it. Okay, good because I do like looking, and fashion is very, you know, um, you know, you can like something and someone else can think right. it sucks. And I like that about it. It's art. Yeah. You know? But when it's for Target, you just want you just want a pants and a shirt that you can wear somewhere and not look like a total dildo. And that covers your midriff. Well, of course. So every NASA gunt, shirt is a right? di- I mean, a girl who's going to buy a NASA shirt doesn't want a midriff. Well, maybe. I don't know. I'm, 
that's all I see everywhere yeah. I go is everybody's No, everyone's bellies. stomach is out now. And then I just think, good God, if I wore that. Oh, please. People would be stabbing their eyes out left and right. It would just be fat, just hanging running over. through the streets looking Hairy, for fat. sharp objects yeah. to stab themselves I with. I would look like Danny DeVito in a <laughs> midriff. <laughs> Or John yes. Candy or yes. whatever. <laughs> it's not going to be good. No. Anyway, I enjoyed it, though. I like looking at all that good. stuff. Um, Tell me what you think if you're also like that. What you think of the Target's new capsule line. Mm-mm. The more you, you deep dive into it, you think it's going to get better. And then it just gets more clown show. All right, we watched this new show again. I mean, there's so many murder shows that we could be here for 20 years. It's called American Monster, and their shtick is kind of that they they do have reenactments, but they pepper it in with some real footage. And it was hard to tell because I felt like the reenactors looked almost identical. These were very good reenactors. I couldn't tell sometimes, is this fake real footage or actually real footage because the reenactors look just like the real people. I mean, there was identical. A, yeah, there was a lot. To, usually when we make fun of shows, yeah. it's because the reenactors are so horrendous or, right. don't, you know, like the fake wig they plopped on that guy. And Oh, yeah. Um, this, yeah, that's not what you I made almost fun of. Couldn't, yeah. Yeah, they did an excellent job. There were things to make fun of, but it wasn't. They definitely the were, but no, they yeah. did a great job. I agree. I really liked this show actually. After I watched this episode, then I went and kept watching it because I liked the show. Well, there's one I thought we should do for Patreon. Okay, and I think it was this one, or it was another one I sent to you, and that, but that had absolutely horrific wig and reenactment oh good so maybe that okay. must, must not be this one so we'll talk about that one this is season one episode two in the title alone i said god i hope it's the husband because it's called appalachian horror film <laughs> which is about appalachian horror film <laughs> and two friends who make an appalachian horror film <laughs> they sure did um Sorry about my voice. I sound like you it's sound like corn, me the other day. It's the corn, the corn dust really from the gets corn. to you. I grew up on a fucking farm. That's all I could think of. Is like God, it smells like my house from back in the day. And now apparently I can't take it. It's making your me, body's rejecting it. It's rejecting my yeah. upbringing. So <laughs> I can't take it. The sure corn is. anymore. So this uh, took place in 2003, which again, we've done 100 million 2002s and probably a few 2003s mm-hmm. because I guess that's the year everybody thought to kill everybody. A lot. Really. Well, the music was so bad that they just all wanted a break. They could not listen to and they just Jenny from the kill, block kill one more yeah. time. They were like, I have to. Right. Beer for my horses was on the charts. Oh. That horrible Toby Keith song. Oh, I don't even. I blocked it out. Um, It's like. Toby Keith was big because of 9-11. Beer for my horses or something no, like that. No, we don't give beer to your horse. I don't think something so. Something for my men, beer for my horse. I can't. Re- I mean, I, I'm trying to block it out, yeah. I think. Um. Beyonce so no one had her solo album, it. though. Um, it didn't that look year. like. Uh, it looks like uh, there was a lot of R. Kelly. Ugh. Step in the name of love was one, and no. then the number two song of the year was Ignition. 
Yeah. You was. know, you know who loves ignition? Who? Sarah. Uh, Tiffany, our friend, listener Tiffany. Tiffany, whose siblings are Tim and Tyne Daly. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Tiffany she- enjoys the songs <laughs> she- of a child piss rapist. <laughs> What's wrong with her? If she is given a few glasses of wine, she will scream at Alexa to play Ignition. I am horrified (laughs) that she would support such a man. And then she goes... Does she recall what he does with his wang? I'm horrified. Tiffany, you should be ashamed. Hot and fresh out the kitchen. I mean, I don't know the words, but she knows everything. Absolutely. Can you believe we're friends with someone? I am so ashamed. Who loves someone who married a baby, Aaliyah? Yeah. Married her, and she was literally six months old. Yes. (laughs) And pregnant. Yeah. And then not he is scum and yet you make alexa play it in your home how dare you (laughs) your older siblings (laughs) your much older siblings would be very devastated tyne and tim and tyne (laughs) they do not approve oh such shame she's brought shame to the tim and tyne family embarrassing Cagney and will never watch Cagney and Lacey or Wings no. without thinking of their younger sister who loves R. Kelly. Uh, speaking of music, did you have to watch the Cheetah Girls on the Disney Channel? <laughs> of course I did. Oh, I've forgotten all about them because Rachel, we would have to watch the Cheetah Girls, but they had their Cheetah Girls movie that year. Well, didn't our girls dance to a Cheetah yes, Girls I think they song? Did. Their Fuego yeah. or whatever it yes, was, wasn't they it? Did. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yes. Movies, um, one of I love it, and it is poor Lindsay Lohan, who still has a piece of my heart. Mm. She did Freaky Friday with Jamie Lee Curtis. Greatest. Of course, I like yeah. the original that had Jodie Foster. Uh-huh. I mean, she was the cutest little tomboy, little teenager, yeah, yes. ever cute. Um, that's a great movie. The original Freaky Friday is amazingly funny too. But God, Lindsay was just so talented, cute as a button, beautiful. She could sing and dance. I just, it breaks my heart. And then isn't Jared had a, no, it was that guy from One Tree Hill that was in it, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. He was so cute. Oh, yeah, but he turned out to be a dick too. Yeah, of course he did. God, you can't win. The Bachelorette started, so. Ooh, I did actually watch The Bachelorette when it started. Yeah. I think I did too. Who was the first one? Um, it's that one who married. Oh, the Tristan guy. Ryan. Yes. Yeah, and they have like fourteen kids now, I think. And then he turned into a weird. Um, he has like a weird disease now, like a Lyme disease kind of oh, thing, no. like an autoimmune. That's too bad. Yeah, and it was the start of America's Next Top Model. That show has brought lots of entertainment to Nutbar and the like. <laughs> Nutbar loves it. Loves it. I know. Loves it. And cannot get enough of Tyra and her smizing. Oh, my God. Well, mm-hmm. should we get started? Mm-hmm. It all starts way back when, September 9th, 2000. We see real home video footage. And again, I was confused the whole time between reenactment and real because these people looked identical. Mm-hmm. We are seeing wedding preparations. We're seeing a groom getting ready with his groomsmen. Um, we are in Camp Hill, Pennsylvania. 
The narrator of the show, I felt, was extremely dramatic. I loved um, it. Yeah, very, like, this was just, like, the most dramatic show you've ever seen in your life dramatic. Mm-hmm. We're seeing, you know, wedding, just cute wedding video. You know, mm-hmm. it looked like a typical, really well-done, cute wedding video. We see 24-year-old Brian Trimble. I wrote, he looked normal, but he had the deepest eyes that were bl- mm-hmm. like he looked like he had two black eyes so mm-hmm. he had like dead shark eyes and i wrote he looks like a newly turned zombie <laughs> and he had almost no affect in his face yes he just kind of looked like i'm forcing a smile right now because that's kind of what society makes me do while 25 year old randy peck was his wife and she was in a be- she looked beautiful beautiful dress and she looked so happy she was so emotional she was i mean she had a horrible 90 late 90s dress but yes still. but i mean for the time yeah um i mean i didn't feel like they matched each other uh and brian i felt like he was like 49 yeah and he's younger than her yeah yeah they're definitely you could see there was no even in the wedding video there wasn't any kind of electricity or chemistry between them just because he was the newly turned zombie (laughs) he didn't um he couldn't manage the dead shark eyes yeah he was just thinking and she was in tears and crying yeah Mm -hmm. he was thinking brains we then that this video you know ends and we see wendy Keezy, who is Brian's mother. Mm-hmm. So newly turned zombie Brian marries Randy. Um, Brian's mother, I wrote, this is Aunt Clara from Bewitched. Do you remember Bewitched? Samantha's old aunt who always got her spells mixed up. Mm, not really. Um, for some reason, I just kept seeing Aunt Clara and feeling like it was Aunt Clara. She would always try to do a spell and then like a penis would turn on someone's <laughs> forehead. And she would go, oh, shoot. Um, and Samantha would go, Aunt Clara. No, no, I got, believe it or not, now that we've already laughed about this, but yeah. I got a Cagney Lacey. I got a Tyne Daily vibe. Oh, she had, kind like, of. The salt and pepper. Yes. Um, But like she, her curls were not brushed out or something. There was something well, that's, weird Yeah, that's why I got her. old lady hair. Yeah. I mean, and she didn't seem like she was old. old. I mean, like not old lady Sophia Petrillo old, you know, no, like, no. like Blanche, you know, but not sexy. Yeah. Oh, anyway, weird about her. she talks about the wedding and she said Brian was um, very happy or he, she was happy the way she worded it, that Brian found someone who loved and adored him. Mm-hmm. She says it that way first, that she's happy some she, someone loved and adored her mm-hmm. son and then she kind of I, I don't know throws in oh what he adored her too you know like like oh my god someone actually loves my son you know well, she worded it that way isn't and that I thought, telling eh. yeah i thought it was a little telling yep. for the first thing to say and he could have been sad though and then i felt bad when i heard this and called him a zombie that was newly turned Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. He had just been diagnosed with MS. And he was very sad. And Randy was very, very worried and very sad. He thought she was just going to leave him, not deal with the MS. And of course, she, you know, stayed. Um, But he was given a really, he was said, you're going to have a long, fulfilling life. You know, you have the right care. You should just, you should be, you know, okay. And Mm -hmm. be able to do what you want to do, which is a great, 
you know, diagnosis to be told with MS because it can be terrifying because mm-hmm. you don't know what, I mean, mm-hmm. really, you don't know what path it's going to take in your body. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, we see a friend of David or of Brian's. His name is David Conrad. Mm-hmm. And um, he talks more about how Brian was very worried that Randy wasn't going to stay with him. Um, but she did. Um, shouldn't have, but yeah. she did. And. Well, it was we, almost kind of like Brian was like, well, thank God someone will still marry me because I'm sick and have MS. So I'm so lucky. So, like, yeah. I felt like that's kind of why he married her. Right. It was no one else is going to marry yeah, me because I'm sick. So right. and she'll take care of me. Right. Okay. Even though you yeah. wouldn't by looking at him, it, you would no, first notice no, no, no. Yeah. his dead shark eyes and his terrible personality you over anything that else that would out. Way yeah, not wanting to not marry the him. MS is yeah. the least of his problems yeah. for Christ's sake. <laughs> Brian gives his groom's toast. I don't even know they did that. I don't know. I, I I block all that out. Or I'm already hammered at winnings when yeah. that happens. Mm-hmm. He says, "You are my best friend. You make me strong. I'm glad you're my wife and my best friend." Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah, absolute yeah. shit. Yeah. But I mean, I guess he said nice things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I wanted to say, really, I, is she your best friend? Because I don't, Jamie's not my best friend. <laughs> He's not. I, he wouldn't say I am, maybe. But I mean, I don't. I don't want to sit with him and talk about UFC. He doesn't want to sit with me no. and talk about periods and stuff. No. He's not going to talk about the Met Gala fashion with no. me. I feel like that's a best friend. Like, he's yeah. my family, my husband, yeah. you know, that's different. But yeah. I, I mean, if I was going to go shopping and wanted an opinion on clothes, I'm not taking right. I mean, you know how I am. I but do. he wouldn't put up with that. And he's, yeah. I'm not going to take him. No. I feel like people misuse best friend in a couple. Maybe they are best friends, but I feel like you shouldn't have your spouse be your best friend. Because then who do you go to when your spouse sucks dick? And you need to talk to someone else. You can't go to no, your spouse. You, you can't. That's like having your coworker also be your boss. What do you do when you have to complain about your boss? You can't go yeah, to your coworker. No. Or I mean, like, or like if a movie pro- you're an actor yeah. and the movie producer is also a fellow actor. But who yeah. do you complain to? Yeah. You can't be your best friend. Yeah. I don't know. But people say that all the time, and maybe it's true. But I just, I just feel like I need different avenues. Oh, because he's definitely. not going to talk about the shit I like. Well, no, I already. Tur- I mean, as soon you know as talk about home, golf, turn yeah. off my ears. Of course. And this weekend was horrible because it's the Ryder Cup. Oh Jesus, no! Jesus, no is right. But yeah, if he were, if you were best friends, you would be bearing it up and talking about that. Right. But no, you, I feel like instead a I'm pretending to listen. That I text you guys. Oh my fucking god, he's talking about yeah. golf again. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He anyway, just made me watch a whole that was just my little thing on when people just yeah. say that all the time on Facebook that you're my husband and my best friend or whatever. And I thought you have to have other girlfriends. You well, have to then, get away from your husband once in a while. And he doesn't want to be around you all the time. No. And then the next shot they showed, showed just how fucking weird he was because yes. he was taking a home video and like looking at her through the house plants yeah. or something. Going like spotted in the wild. Is Here Randy. she is, Randy in her natural habitat. And she's just like sitting on the couch reading a book, looking at him like, holy shit. What a fucking weirdo. But then, you know, she giggles. <laughs> and he gets up to her and he. <laughs> and I thought, well, maybe they're both maybe they were fucking nerds nice, like that together, yeah, you know? Together. 
anyway, this that was in March 2002. Two, was Tree yeah. Gate or Bush Gate <laughs> or Plant Gate in the house with this nerdiness. Um, which is 18 months after the marriage. And they showed the outside of their house and I wrote shitty. <laughs> I know. And then they kept saying, what a nice neighborhood. They lived was. in the upper neighborhood. They were doing really well. And I'm like, they have the shittiest outside of a house I've ever seen except my own. I feel <laughs> a little better. <laughs> I'm like, put some bushes out. Paint it for yeah. Christ's sake. Put Get some fertilizer in your yard. It's not that hard. No. Give it a little curb appeal instead of looking like a crack den. <laughs> well, she Randy. was saving her money. We find I that guess. out. Yeah. Anyway, um, so after the home video, whatever, they're telling friends that they're so happy and they're so in love and everything seems to be going really well. Brian has an IT job. I wrote shocking. His personality is know, great right? for IT uh-huh. at a healthcare provider, which is probably good. I hope he gets good insurance for Christ's right. sake, mm-hmm. too. The uh, narrator says Brian was quiet, introverted, and didn't make friends easily. Wow. Sounds like just a real great hire. Again. And someone you have to deal want to deal with in your IT trying to right. fix your computer who whisper talks to you and won't look you in the eye. No. And then you have this nerd leaning over your shoulder trying to fix your computer. Right. And like, God damn it. I have to call IT and that weird yeah, fuck has that to come weird down. Fucker's coming. Here we go. Oh, but this is where it all changes. It all changes the minute Brian looks across the room <laughs> and sees the coworker of his dreams, Blaine Norris. It's like the Carpenters song is playing. Why yep. do birds yep. suddenly appear? This is playing as Brian and Blaine make eyes at each other. Best friends are formed. <laughs> Blaine, that's a major appliance. That's not yes. a name. <laughs> Blaine Norris is not only a nerd, he is a monster nerd, might be <laughs> king of the nerds. Yep. He is such a nerd, I wrote, he's an adult Ralph Wiggins from The <laughs> Simpsons. Um, he has the typical nerd glasses. Yes. Looks like he's never seen tits Ever. And we're not talking Buddy Holly. We're talking like wire rim. Ralph uh, Wiggins. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, rectangular yeah, shape. I mean, just odd. Small from the 90s. Yes. So these two IT fucks are besties. They just are merged Blaine at the hip. loves weird ass role play games. Yes. So they said he's a gamer and I thought maybe he plays video games. No, it's the dice mm-hmm. roll Dungeons and Dragons mm-hmm. game. And on his computer screen, mm-hmm. his computer screen, he has taped some of his best Dungeons and Dragons cards. And I wrote, what a fucking nerd. And then I realized I have pictures of Jack um, Tripper yep. taped to my just computer gonna say, screen. I was just going to say, it's kind of like when you have... Just like me. Like, He's exactly like me. Just pay for the divorce stuck yeah. around your computer screen or... Yep. Jack Tripper. Jack Tripper. Yeah. So I'm the same as him, which is sad. Oh, Blaine. So Blaine is actually married. He's seen tits, <laughs> even though he's a monster nerd. And he's actually done it mm-hmm. maybe for... Th- three seconds but he's done it because his wife just had a baby baby mason yeah and we see either it's real see i couldn't tell if it was real video 
or if it was the reenactment. I think it was a reenactment, but it acted like someone was there. They were in their backyard. Blaine the nerd with Wendy and the baby. I thought that talking was to real. Her, but it's like it was the same actors in the other. But they re- did oh. show her the other time. Yeah, too that's when true. She okay, came. so this yeah. might have been real. Yeah. Um, see, I was confused the whole time because yeah. they look so identical. Mm-hmm. Here's where Blaine is talking nerd-like, and he's saying he's too fat to go on the swing. And then he says, <laughs> how are you, Wendy? And Wendy just goes, tired. Oh, she looked Wendy. like hell mm-hmm. had pissed right on her face. <laughs> the devil had taken a huge dump and pissed on her and then showed her something that made her mind snap. <laughs> and she was holding this baby like she wanted to die. <laughs> this poor woman. And then she <laughs> She looked bad and looked at her husband like, I'm married to this fuck. What have I done with my life? Well that asshole was trying to sit in the swing that they probably just fucking put up for I their know. baby and she's exhausted and probably milk or Oh, like squirting said, out of her boobs. He didn't, the baby and, didn't sleep the whole night. How do you think I am? Uh, like I've been up for weeks. He was looking like, well, at him like he's a moron. I was up too playing online Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, what the hell? She just looked like I've made bad choices in life, yeah. and I'm really regretting them. No, I think she did right away. Oh, now the thing with Blaine is not only is he a monster nerd, he's way into Dungeons and Dragons. He seems clueless around his wife and baby. He also wants to be a movie director. Even though he lives in nowhere, Pennsylvania, he thinks he's going to crack, they said, crack Hollywood. I'm like, bitch, then you need to go to Hollywood mm-hmm. and you need to do whatever it takes. And it probably is demeaning sexual stuff <laughs> to get your foot in the door. Doing what you're yeah. doing now is not going to cut it. No, he had it all figured out. He did. Sarah. I mean, he actually was farther ahead than I thought actually he would be. So he actually was into horror films, of course. Um, which is probably good for an like totally poor independent worker because you can make, I feel like, well, drama, I guess is you can make really cheap. It's like cheap. a Blair Witch. This but was like yeah, during the time. Right. Wasn't it? He was like, trying to make yeah. like a really cheap horror film. And I feel like you can, if you have a good enough story, you can make it with a really cheap horror film. He didn't have a fucking um, good enough story. Well, no, of course not. But I died of laughter. Yes. So he's been working on this film. He's writing a script. He has an idea in his head, and he's really trying to bring it to life. Now, this play, this his movie takes place on the Appalachian Appalachian mm-hmm. hiking trail. So that's a big, long ass trail that goes what? all the way. What What is Are this you, underneath my chin? Do you have hairs? <gasps> what is this? Like a big ingr- is this a chin hair that's gone awry? Maybe you need to go see a barber with one oh of those straight razors. Sorry, I just felt it. Oh, okay, dear. keep going. Anyway, the Appalachian Appalachian hiking trail goes along like north to south and it's forever long. Was Jamie in this movie? Jamie wanted to once hike this thing and it would take like six to eight months to do. Is this the one he didn't do? No, or he, he didn't did do, do it. He wanted to do it okay. and then never did. Oh, that's a whole nother terrible ordeal. Good crud. Um, Anyway. You were not, let's just say you were not in it to bring the toilet to him every day. No, I was not into that idea at all. I thought it was totally dumb and horseshit and stupid. But 
Anyway, his movie was this. It was a slasher movie, of course, which I'm like, okay, I would probably watch it. Mm-hmm. Of course, Melanie and I would probably go. You would leave us at home. Yep. Yes. About a group of hikers who get murdered one by one hiking this trail. I thought, you know what? I would probably watch that anyway. But then... um, Yeah. Now, Brian um, gets very interested and wants to help Blaine with this movie. So they go to scout locations. So they go along the trail. You see video of them, um, which actually might be the reenactors, but like looking at in the woods and deciding here we can film this, here we can film this. And they start totally bonding over this dream of making this horror movie and actually making it and releasing it and getting it seen. Yeah. And Brian agrees to then be the cameraman on the movie. This is so fucked. But it's like, you don't have any skill of it. But then I guess it's super cheap budget. But you'd think the one thing you want is someone you want. Who is a cinematographer. Right. The camera is the whole making the movie. You need someone who knows how to shoot with a camera. I guess that seems important. But anyway, Brian, maybe he was going to learn or take a community ed class. (laughs) (laughs) something in nowhere land pennsylvania so brian and blaine finally get back after whatever a weekend scouting locations and randy as they get into brian brian and blaine go into brian's house randy is extremely upset brian apparently never called her or told her what he was doing or called to check on her so randy was super worried Ask Brian, where have you been and why didn't you call me? And then he kind of takes it as her constantly nagging him. Mm-hmm. She's worried because he has MS. If he goes somewhere where he doesn't have cell service or needs help and he can't get help. Like in the Appalachian Mountains. Right. Um, but again, he is with friends. And again, you can't live in. F- I feel no. like in a well, way she was too worried about him. Yeah. Like he's doing really well right now. Let him go live his life because you don't know when it could be wheelchair or, you know, something like that. She just was really always on him. He felt and needing to like, he couldn't do anything without being in constant contact with her, which I get her worry. From what I know about MS, it's not like it, an episode comes on and you're all incapacitated immediately. Right. right? That's what I thought. Yeah. Too. You, you obviously, We'll have times where like, right, like you might have more symptoms than others and then you work to get them into remission and as best as you can. Yeah. So I feel like if he's doing really well, let him go hang out with some friends. He was hanging out with dumbasses. Of course. And I would have said the same fucking thing. You're not going to the goddamn Appalachian Trails this weekend. We're going to watch Netflix. Yeah. So Blaine says leaves and then he says, I got a title of the movie. It's through hike. And I thought, what a stupid ass name for a horror movie. I'm not going to go see a horror movie named through hike. Nothing about that makes sense. Well, it's what I guess it's what if you hike through the trail, it's called a through hike. But good grief. Don't call your horror movie that. Call it something that people are going to want to. Oh, what's the what's this? Call it Appalachian horror film or something. Well. That people would want to watch. Don't call it through hike. They might think it's a documentary on hiking in the fucking woods. I would not some cheap I would ass say thing. That's fucked up. And then he got people to come and audition. Yes, for him in Pennsylvania Many. in like a garage. It looks like a garage. And this was actual footage of, of people them auditioning. auditioning. Actor I after actor after actor was after rolling. Actor. 
Oh my God. The it's, guy who yeah. said there were huge, oh. spi- like he had to be afraid of huge, pretend like huge spiders were. Yes. <laughs> These are desperate people. And n- none of them. The woman pretending to drown standing up. Had the looks of um, a Hollywood. No. Oh no. Oh no. Mm. No. No. Um, these actors auditioning were the people in your high school who were the theater nerds and you hated them. There was a girl, oh, her last name was at my high school. No, don't say it. No, we, I won't say it. I might say it at Patreon maybe because she won't, she doesn't listen, but terrible. No, um, right. can we talk a little bit about because we know this through hike is about these people who are killed in the Appalachian Trail, but this is when we find out how they are being killed. Of course, and that is that there is an ancient miner, uh, absolutely named Samuel Toon, and it's his ghost. Of course, it's his ghost that is killing all of these hikers. Why is his ghost mad? We don't know. We don't know. But he only had one line, and they actually interviewed the actor who played yes. the ancient miner Samuel Toon. We were blessed to see him. We sure were. And the only line that he had in the whole movie was, why don't you come join me in my mine? Except he didn't even say it that good. He no. said, why don't you come <laughs> join me in my, my mine? And then... Trying to sound like a crazy idiot, and he sounded like someone who had just shit his pants. And he, <laughs> he was hired. He was hired on, on the, the spot, spot for the worst line read of one line in a movie I've <laughs> ever heard in my life. It sounded like someone put a bunch of uh, weird electric probes on his balls well. and then were zipping it as he was reading it because his voice would go high and then it would go low. And I'm like, are you getting zapped in the dick? <laughs> What's going on? My God. Anyway, he got hired. They were like perfect reading. Many of them were hired. So all these actors that are um, unfortunate, very unfortunate, but they were so excited. I guess if you're a struggling actor in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania, and you get hired for a horror movie, you're probably the best day of your life. Probably. The best day of your life. So these people are all excited. And now we have a script is done. Mm -hmm. We have actors hired. They have scouted locations, a cameraman. Mm-hmm. Everything is coming together. Blaine is so excited, except he needs one more thing. He needs cash. As cash bags. Blaine is poor as shit and has no money to produce this fucking movie. He just needs $20,000. $20,000. So he goes to Brian and says, hey, pal, mm-hmm. how about you give me $20,000 and pay for the movie? And Brian says, yeah, I'll do it. Because Randy and Brian have thousands and thousands of dollars saved up because Randy's very nervous if Brian's MS progresses, mm-hmm. he might not be able to work. So she wants to have an enormous nest egg that they might have to live off of someday if she's the only breadwinner. So Brian goes, and Randy already is very frugal, very cheap. She might be buying her clothing off of corpses as well. And she also is controlling of Brian. Very controlling. So Brian asks Randy, 
And then Randy says, looks at him like, you're a fucking idiot for even saying this out loud to me. So he said, no, I am not giving you 20 fucking grand to put in your dork friends horror movie. Are you fucking kidding? And she also then says, you are absolutely, they were going to go the next week and film for a week in the woods. She said, you are not going out Mm -mm. in the woods. You are not filming this. You are not camping in the middle of the nowhere where you can't contact anyone. Mm -mm. Although he would have been around like 20 people. Someone, I mean, with the Allied cars that were next to a road, if something happened to him, he would have got help. Whatever. Film the movie, fine. But she's right on for saying fuck no i'm not giving not you for the money $20, you could maybe give him a thousand dollars but no, then you nothing. get a you get a part-time job and make it it doesn't yes. come from anything no, we nothing. have no no i am not giving my money no to this dork Mm-mm. if you want to you have to get another job Mm-mm. and that money goes to it and then i would i would have said fine go film you're not paying for anything get out of the house because i enjoy when my husband yeah. leaves yeah. but that's not everybody um, I would have let him go live this. They were dream. still newlyweds to kind of like two years. They probably still liked each other. Um, I still say if your husband wants to go away for a week, it's okay. They don't. They didn't have any kids. If you had a baby like the poor ass Wendy, yeah, I would have said, "What are you doing? We have a brand new fucking baby that doesn't yeah. sleep. I'm going to die if you leave. Why are you breaking? They the had swing. no kids, yeah. and I feel like with MS time could be a factor with things that he can do i would have let him go um but then like i said i enjoy Mm -hmm. um being married without Mm -hmm. having the issue of a husband (laughs) that to me is a good marriage when there isn't a husband around yeah um but you know she says hell no bitch to all of it (laughs) Sit down, bitch, and eat your dinner, and then go sit on the fucking couch, and we are watching Bridgerton <laughs> or whatever, Downton what Abbey. On, what was on in 2003? I don't know. We are watching the next the top Bachelorette. Brian listens. Yeah. I'm fu- I mean, he listens. He tells Blaine. Like He's a out. Good, they were going to watch One Tree Hill, Yeah, Yep, they were going to watch One Tree Hill and Freaky Friday. And Nip Tuck. Blaine is crushed. He's very disappointed, but he's hyper focus this is going to happen without brian or not and he just decides i guess i'm going to be the cameraman except he still doesn't have any fucking money so he decides to go ahead with the movie and just max out all of his credit cards and probably got a few credit cards maxed them out some more we fast forward a little bit more to august 2002 and we see these fucking nerd actors in a van being incredibly nerdy driving up to the trail to film they're very excited but man it just sends you it just is like oh you know that type of nerd you just know them they're like like, hey sean what are you um the what are you worried about the most and he was like um i don't want blaine to make sexual comments and dumb jokes i mean that's not (laughs) even funny at all no in the meantime, Blaine bought one of those fucking boards that you write on. Absolutely, he the, did. With the clap. The clapper. We he see, was serious yeah. business. He was serious, and I appreciate that. We see an actor that's in this movie. His name is Sean Gaston. Sean Gaston. He Sean Gaston. was unfortunate looking. Sean Gaston. <laughs> Sean Gaston. <laughs> 
Um, of course, he's extremely excited. He said he was excited to be in a movie. He was excited to be camping. He was excited about everything. He was like a five-year-old boy, like hyped up. Yeah. Um, Blaine, meanwhile, is excited to be filming his movie. He is in debt, $20,000. Mm-hmm. He's funding it all with his own money. I mean, you try to get some investors, you'd think. No. I don't know. Done. He's going to do it all. So he's, they're out in the fucking yeah. woods. Blaine is director. He's cameraman. And Sean Gaston says the first day of filming was a shit show disaster. They didn't know how the camera worked. The audio was fucked. Everything was shit. They had been working hours and hours. And one actor said, like, we got half a scene filmed. Yeah. They're way behind schedule. Um, they were making a graveyard. Right. And, and he's just pissing money, getting yeah. money, money, money to pay for all these props. Yeah. Brian is completely forbidden to go. So he's at home this time. And you kind of see a reenactment where she's on the phone being <laughs> talking to a friend. And you just see Brian's face. And it's like, don't. He's don't, watching American Idol. Don't. And yeah. he looks like he's so depressed and mad and mm-hmm. thinking in his head pretty much he wants his wife to like spontaneously combust because he's so angry he's missing out on this thing he's planned for months and months and months with his friend and they're doing it without him so Mm -hmm. he's pretty upset and getting angrier and angrier Mm -hmm. and more you know really resentful of her i would think and then we see aunt clara mom brian's mom and she said at that time brian did tell her that he and randy were having marital sex? problems oh no not sex marital no. problems and they were going to counseling already this oh, was yeah. a year and a half after yep. they were married and blaine so brian's depressed at home blaine's living his dream he's shooting the next day it goes better even though they are filming literally like just straight 24 hours a day for this mm-hmm. whole week they're really not sleeping they're filming night and day Wendy, the wife Windy, poor devil piss wife uh, comes on the set looking, if it's possible, more haggard, <laughs> more torn up yes. with baby Mason. Yeah. She just looks like I am now standing in the woods in the middle of nowhere. Holding my baby. My tiny baby. Because my dick husband is in the middle of the woods filming some sort of weird ass slasher movie that he wrote and is directing. All of our money is gone. We're in debt thousands of dollars. And Blaine ends up telling the crew and making jokes about it pretty much the whole time that he and Wendy are fighting having problems. He made some joke later on that Wendy woke me up in the tent just to fight. And then I went back to bed. Mm. I was asleep for half the fight. Yeah. Like, um, maybe your wife is desperately She's trying to tell you something. She's in a tent with a fucking newborn. And we, you know how we feel about being pregnant or newborns in tents we, from Hawaii we do lava. Not That's absolutely unacceptable. Agree. But she might or have been condone. mad because he sold their house out from under her and she's homeless now. She might have been mad. She might have been mad about that. Mm -hmm. He sold his house Mm -hmm. and they're homeless. They end up having to live in a tiny apartment in town. In the second floor with a baby. With a baby. Mm -hmm. Where you have to carry all your Target bags Mm -hmm. and grocery up an outside fire escape Mm -hmm. to get into the door. Even though you had a perfectly normal house. And you were living like a normal person. With a backyard and a swing set for the child. Right. Okay. I why is he still alive? 
Like I would have murdered, uh, murdered. This could have been a totally different story. Had oh, we yeah. been, <laughs> yeah, had we it would been, have been Wendy. His penis yeah. would have been yeah. taped to a tree, and everything would have been <laughs> in the Appalachian. <laughs> um, Blaine just says, "I'll work it out with her after the film's done." Um, well, okay. these actors have to be like, "This guy is a massive dick." Oh yeah, he's fucked. But yeah. then they're probably like, "He's a genius. He's doing this for his oh, art. God. He's given up everything for his art. His art." Well, fart is more like it. Well, yeah, and um, then they show this like footage of the people, the actors in the woods where they're like sleeping overnight yes. in their tents. And there's just fucking disgusting bugs crawling all over everything. Everywhere. And the guy, Sean Gaston, Gaston. said, like, we're just like lemmings following him into this weird horror show, yeah. horror movie, Abyss. There's fucking bugs everywhere. The conditions were It's a poor. disaster. And and then the poor girl. Did you see that? The girl, there's a girl who gets it. murdered. She's in, of course, a white white t-shirt but don't worry because the man pretending to drown the prospector no yeah, what the was old he? miner the like, old Scooby-Doo. miner um just stood up on a rock and, and moved his hand up and down put his, yeah he probably said why don't you come join me in my yeah. mine yes and then she <laughs> exactly like was that. just well she had to do 17 takes in her wet t-shirt dunking with her herself out, dunking herself in the water pretending that he's magically drowning pretending her. a ghost over is and strangling over and, and drowning over her and over and yeah. over and yep. over and over and she yep. finally is like are you fucking kidding me Sean Gaston then says to Brian hey you know what? I can connect all of these characters you wrote to you, your personality, but one, Samuel Toon, the murderer, I can't see that in you. And Brian smirks and says, how about that? Which is very foretelling. To that what girl was probably so happy her character got killed off so she could just fucking get out of the woods oh, and go I would home. be gone. I know. Like, I'd have been like, can I get And can I put a bra first? on you yeah. fucking pervert? Yeah. Oh. So Blaine's movie shoot is finally over. Um, And they say pretty much so is his marriage. So they show this dick going back to his tiny apartment. And Wendy had left a note pretty much that said, fuck off, Mm -hmm. bitch. And she (laughs) took Mason her one suitcase because she has nothing now. Yeah. And left him. And just who knows? She's out of the pit. She's gone. We don't hear of her again. No. Um, But then Brian and Blaine just start off where they left off. They are still hanging out. They are still making eyes at each other across the IT. Brian. Yeah. Is helping Blaine edit his movie and telling him it looks fantastic and trying to edit it and put it together. Dumbest thing. Oh, Oh my God. Absolutely. And, as Brian is seeing this movie get edited together, he's just saying, I could have been a part of this. I should be living my dreams and making an Appalachian slasher film with a woman in a wet t-shirt in a minor. Since when is that your dreams? And then they always, every time that these guys were at work, Blaine is always wearing shit ass clothes. They're too um, big. Yes. I'm wearing my giant white t-shirt that has stains and brown armpits and my flannel and then brian was always wearing a suit it was weird and they're both it yeah. why do they look in the same work i don't understand but anyway 
Brian then complains to Blaine because he's feeling like Randy is just controlling his life every single minute. And he mm-hmm. just says, all I see in my future is ba- work, homework, baby work, homework, baby work, just forever and ever. And then Blaine kind of looks at him and says, you want to do something about it? Or whatever. Yeah, like fucking how about try to get a divorce? Yeah, just That's leave what a then, normal person would do. And split your money and yeah. say, you know what? We tried, but you're a controlling I don't bitch. I want you and to take I'm care of me anymore. A dick. Yeah. I want to make a right. horror film in the Appalachian right. Mountains. I want to go do a clay. With the dungeon master. Art. All right. Yes. Just let me go. Fast forward again. From August to January 10th, 2003. Um, I don't know if it's a burn or not, but the narrator says, January 10th, <laughs> the Trimble family Christmas lights are still up around the home. Well, everybody's our yeah, then, right? Fuck off. Especially in cold climate. We're not yeah. getting out on January 10th and taking no. them down. They're staying up until the snow is down. Yep. Hell. And, or you don't have a husband that's ever put him up in your house in 12 years. Right. Since we've or never that. had any. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about that. Nope. Randy comes home. It's nighttime, obviously, because the Christmas lights are on. She pulls into the garage. She goes into the house. It's all dark. And then her car alarm starts going off like wah, 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 whatever. And she goes out the front door which is weird because she parked in the garage, but whatever. She goes out the front door I think and walks. It's detached. It looked Maybe like it, it was oh, detached. Okay. Yeah. And she walks outside back to her car towards the garage. And we see this lurking figure yeah. in all black behind her. And then it goes to commercial. Mm-hmm. So then when the when it comes back, I mean, if you had commercials, but it comes back from black. And it says at 8.29 p.m., mm-hmm. a frantic 911 call. And a man says in a, hey, I just got home and my wife is on the floor and she is bleeding really bad. Yep. 911 says, well, is she conscious? No. No. Is she breathing? No. It was like, I thought it was a girl. Yeah. Like they're going to say, ma'am. Yeah. Calm down, ma'am. <laughs> um, but it's Brian. So Brian is calling 911 saying that Randy is bleeding on the floor in the garage. He immediately then calls Aunt Clara mom. And she said, Brian called me and he was crying hysterically. He said something bad happened to Randy. She's bleeding. And the mom says, well, why? And then he said he should, he just kind of cried and trailed off. So she's like, what the hell? And then we get to right. where... It's like clearly a news story. So police are there. Ambulance have come. The Trimble home is kind of in flashing lights. You know, you see all these things there. The news story says a 28-year-old woman found dead, strangled and stabbed to death in her garage. So she was strangled and stabbed. We see the D- the district attorney. And his name is Skip Ebert. <laughs> what a nerd. Skip Ebert says that the M.E., the medical examiner examined poor Randy and she was stabbed 27 times. That's and then he said, absolutely horrible. I'll be candid with you. That's excessive. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Skip. Thanks. You're going out on a limb there. You are brave. <laughs> you are brave. You're right. I mean, that's Thanks absolutely for being candid. awful to think about. Mm-hmm. Investigator Les Freeling is on the scene. Brian Trimble is interviewed. They think he's kind of in a state of shock because he's just kind of, you know, crying. 
Brian went, was at dinner with a friend and it was confirmed from the wait staff. He was at the dinner at this time that the murder happened and his air, his alibi looks pretty airtight. Brian comes home. He calls 911. He noticed that the home is ransacked. Randy is in a pool of blood in the garage. The investigators say, did you touch the body, sir? And he says, no. Which I was like, why wouldn't you? That's if your husband was on the floor bleeding, I would fucking try to pick him up and do whatever I could. You would be covered in blood. Right, right. You would like be giving, you know, I'd try to do our half-ass CPR right, that we learned. Right. You would try to find like, where are your wounds? Can I yes. patch anything up? You would test to see if he's alive. Yes. You, I mean... She could be alive. You never checked what to if see if she alive? was alive. Yes. What are you doing? That I makes know. no sense. No. I just wrote, what in the hell is wrong with her? You didn't try to revive her. You could at least give CPR until help came. No, that was bullshit. I mean, what if she had just died and like uh, some air would have helped? Right. right. I, I can't some even. <laughs> Jesus, try something, you dick. Yeah. Three days later is her viewing held at the church where they were married Brian tells his mom that he wants to go first. And I thought, what? And she's like, okay, well, whatever. You're a husband, you dumb asshole. You should be out yeah, there already, you right. dumb dick. <laughs> but he goes out and then the mom described it as a very dramatic, anguished mm-hmm. cry. So he's scream crying kind of at her mm-hmm. her casket Mm-hmm. And then his mom said she still had very visible stab wounds and defensive wounds all on her hands. And like, that must why be he so was bad. Crying. Yeah, yeah, that he saw that. Um, but my God, he's, I don't think his own wedding, he had zero emotion. So it right. does seem, I don't feel like right. he had that much emotion. Right. My husband would just go up to my casket and do like a three minute fart <laughs> and then just sit down. <laughs> and that's what I would get from him. And then he would say, when do we eat? said it's what she would have wanted (laughs) (laughs) it's in the wheel (laughs) oh terrible oh cripes so detectives unfortunately there is not one witness to this crime Zero fingerprints. There is no DNA. They have zero major clues. They have no leads. Brian had an alibi because the waitress and yes, his friend said it, he's there. He is yeah, he was totally eating. kind of off, yeah. off the table as yeah. a suspect. So the, invest, the investigator Freeling, Detective Freeling, decides, I have to go back to the crime scene. I'm going to start from scratch and just go through everything again. And he makes Brian come to the home with him and he says, just walk me through your evening again so I can just see if there's something that we can hit on that you noticed, you know, that maybe you saw that we can have a lead. Yeah. And they say it was filmed. Um, 
this if this was real police video we need to all chip in and get police's police a new camera yeah this was the staticiest shittiest video i have yeah. ever seen and i had a black and white tv growing up in the kitchen yeah that all it did was have static run through no sometimes you could see like a shoe at the bottom yes. of the screen and then it was white and black static in the yeah. middle squiggle lines yes and then yeah it, I can't. This is your police quality video. What the hell is wrong? Yeah, they. they Oh my god. Anyway, Brian kind of walks through the case or walks through with him, and as he gets into the garage, the detective says, "Okay, when you saw her body, what did you do?" And he then says, "Well, I stepped over her, over her, and then nudged her." And he said, "So you touched her?" And he said, "Yes, I touched her." And the detective realizes, well the day of the crime you said you didn't touch her at all so he realized here is a story change he's changing his story and then he said he knelt down next to her too and right then they were like oh because okay. it wasn't blood Which on isn't his clothes a huge, yeah it's like not a huge deal but it was like enough to go hmm right we're gonna just talk to you again yeah. he thought something he just had an instinct too. something's off that just clicked something mm-hmm. in him where he thought his story is changing, and now he touched his wife, which seems normal, but he was so right. adamant before that he didn't. Right. And so why are you changing why this? Why was he so adamant? Yeah. But what really gets him to want to interview him again is they take his computer and look at it, oh, and good. Brian thought it was deleted, but he had a book on his computer called How to Commit a Murder. Dumb. What the Why are there books like that? You wouldn't know how to commit a murder. You stab someone or shoot them and they're <laughs> dead. Like, what do you don't get? And then you try like, not to get caught. What? What, there what do you need to know? plenty of cop shows on TV. Oh, yeah. Just watch Cagney and Lacey. Watching. Watch NCIS. CSI was on, wasn't oh, it? Please, in 2003. Of there was plenty. Idiot. So Brian is called in for another interview. And right now, all they have is that book on his computer and his slight story change that's Mm -hmm. all they have brian of course has his mom come with because he's a bitch boy yeah his mom is sitting with him in the interview room holding his hand the detective just sits down and says brian come clean right now and i'll take death penalty off you got to come clean and tell me what happened just really hitting him only for today yep only for today like we're selling packages of something you know the offer is only today to buy this OxyClean, yep. even though you see this commercial, the Tomorrow, same commercial yep. every day for months. Yep. Um, Brian looks at him and says, Mom, I want you to leave the room. Brian, let me just talk to you a little bit. The police have nothing. You could have a defense attorney with you, which you are dumb as piss to not have. Even so though he took his mom. I know you did this. You take your mom. They have a slight story change that you could say, I was in shock. I didn't remember. Right. I, you know, people would believe that. Um, that's not enough for even a DA to take to trial. No. And a book on your computer, but you clearly have a friend who makes horror movies. This could, right. You could have said, I'm writing an, another script with my friend. I needed exactly. this book. They had nothing. Nothing. This bitch gets scared of that tells his mom to leave the room and confesses to everything uh-huh what are you doing i don't think he has a conscience because of i don't his i don't know effect. why he did this yeah. i don't think he felt bad that he did it i don't know why he all of a sudden confessed i don't think it was sitting on i don't know 
It was weird. Very weird. I don't understand. So detective looks at him when the mom leaves the room. And right away we see Aunt Clara mom. She said, when he asked me to leave the room, I knew mm-hmm. he was involved. Why else would he do that? If I'm that mom, that's I literally would have shit my pants. Yeah. Right I would have just been like, oh. oh yeah. Oh, rolled on the floor. Yeah. And shit. And they would have had to drag me somebody, out. Yeah. See, now your mom has shit herself. <laughs> How embarrassing. Yeah. Um, the detective said, who killed your wife? Because they knew it wasn't him. Because right. he was gone. And he just says, Brian or Blaine Norris, his best friend. Blaine Norris. He gives away. I, I don't, again, I don't understand mm-hmm. why you didn't have an attorney. Why you didn't understand you could have totally got away with this. Mm-mm. Oh, so detectives right away get a search warrant for Blaine's shitty apartment. This bitch Blaine has a receipt in his car for an entire murder kit. Mm -hmm. Black clothes, mask, gloves, knife, pants, black shoes. Like the scream mask. The scream mask. Yep. Hoodie, black hoodie. Yep. All of that that was found. And then they Mm -hmm. find, I think, all of it in his apartment as well. Because they said they found found the knife, knife. didn't they? I, I can't even... And they were like, why? Brian, why? And he said, I just didn't want to put her through the pain of a divorce. So he put her through the pain of 27 stabbings. Being terrified, being stabbed to death and strangled at the same time. In your own garage. And think of the absolute terror that she felt. By and pain. Badass in a scream mask. Right. And wondering, why is this happening to me? And dying alone uh, on the floor of her garage. You're right, Brian. Yep. Divorce would have been, she just couldn't have Mm -hmm. gotten over it. No. She couldn't have remarried at 28. No. You know, she was done for. No. I I can't even understand how these dumb, dumb bastards live. Mm -hmm. Well, then. I can't. They, we find out that they spent months planning it and were like staging it like they were staging yes. his movie and choreographing it. Every move. How practicing. Look. That's why I think it wasn't his conscience because if it, he had a conscience, he would have, I think, said, you know what? We've spent too much. I mean, we've spent too much, Blaine, two months acting out, murdering my wife. I think maybe that's wrong. Maybe I should just get divorced. Yeah. He never said that in the three months that they planned this out. No. Blaine came up with the idea and said, Brian, you can pay off my debts. I'll kill your wife. And then they went from there, planning it, staging it. You said choreography of how it was going to work. I can't even. So the day of the murder, Brian invited an old friend randomly to dinner. So you'd have an alibi. Meanwhile, Blaine was at his house, just like hiding in the bushes. God knows what. Randy comes home and he attacks. He's already, you know, they probably already staged it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. When she gets to this point in the garage, I'm going to do that. Yeah. I mean, my God. And then she had no chance because this was one. Oh, my God. He has a belt because that's what he bought as well on the receipt. Mm-hmm. The belt that strangled her and then it stabbed her all those times. And they really just thought they were going to get away with it. But they could have. I don't know why he just blabbed it all. Because they're both so fucking dumb. I guess. Um, Brian's mom then, she goes home and the police call her and say Brian confessed. And then they said Brian was just too greedy. But she goes, my Brian was never greedy. greedy. I didn't. 
I never saw him to be greedy. He was just mentally fucking My Ill. boy is a good boy. A I didn't raise my boy to stab people 27 times. Or to think about it for three months and plan oh, it no. out with their fucking nerd friends. Not my good boy. He's a good Not boy. Brian. What the fuck? Blaine was only 26 years old and he fucked his life up this bad by losing his wife, losing his kid, being in debt, and then murdering And making somebody. a shitty movie. And making a shitty movie. On top movie of sh- it. Okay. Let's so not forget. They go to Blaine. Let's and, not forget through yeah, hike through or whatever hike, it is. I, it doesn't exist because he never got to put it out. No. I probably would have watched it. I totally would have watched it. It was on Netflix. I would have been like, yeah, I'm going to watch it. So 26-year-old Blaine admits right away, yeah, I did it. I know. Um, He gets life without parole, as does Brian, life without parole. And then Blaine says, I've since found God, and God has forgiven me. And then Skip Ebert comes in with with a burn. And says, you know what, Dick? You forgot that one phrase in the Bible that was thou shall not kill. You never seem to read that one, piss face. (laughs) You're lucky because you need a lot of forgiveness. And then Brian, who steps, the real Brian steps out of like a police wagon. Yeah. He has classic serial killer eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And then he had a shaved head at this point. He had a shaved head. He had Ted Bundy like dead eyes. It was weird. He had a killer. He was going to be a killer no Mm -hmm. matter what. And that absolutely and they said do you regret killing your wife and he says i loved my wife yeah do you wish you could take it back i wish i could yes i absolutely would and randy's mom was like fuck off yeah Yeah. she'd had it with their bullshit she should just be allowed to go into their cell and just beat the shit out of them yes absolutely she says yeah my daughter was murdered by two monsters yeah and she's just devastated it was her only child only child Oh, and she never got to have babies. She's no. married to this dick. I, I, I can't. I feel for this woman so bad. Yeah, so absolutely awful. So these two dicks are still in jail. I hope the rest of their lives they can maybe make a jailhouse movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> idiots. Just fucking being idiots. a dumb nerd. There shouldn't be such a thing. Mm-mm. Oh, nerds are supposed to be smart. Mm-hmm. But I guess not. Not these fuckers. Not these ones. This is a classic. Just pay for the divorce. Of course. Classic. They there had, was no. They had there was no house. need for they this. They had no kids. No. They could have split their funds down the middle. Mm-mm. I mean, I, they lived in a. T- they they had nothing. No. They each were young enough. They could have just yes. moved on. God, it this was doesn't so make any stupid. sense. I mean, this is. He murdered because he wanted to kill. He, I think you look and at those eyes. because he didn't really have to. And he had a weird ass friend who wanted who to. Who had like a bloodlust. Because, yeah. yeah. Got it. Men suck. So bad. Anyway, um, thank you for listening. We could really Just use like reviews me. and ratings. If you could give us a review and rating, we'd love Close to see them. To um, anyway, take care. Until next time, we'll put some pictures up on social media so you can see these dicks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Total dicks. Um, and take care. We love you. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs>